Welcome to the Cambridge Judge Business School Podcast Centre. To illustrate diversification and family business, I would use the Godfather. To illustrate the implementation of a functional strategy, the first few minutes of Gladiator. And Jerry Maguire to illustrate the concept of values in the corporate world and beyond. A movie like Fight Club to illustrate charismatic leadership. I would use five-minute sequence in the latest Star Trek to illustrate creativity. Those well-known Hollywood titles are often used by Allegra Hadida in the course of her lectures to students and corporate executives at the Judge Business School. They're a far cry from the more traditional paper case studies and could be joined in the not-too-distant future by the latest so-called business-related movie, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. Dr Hadida lectures on strategic decision-making. Her research interests include the management of arts, cultural and media organisations, as well as creativity in business. The film Wall Street Money Never Sleeps is interesting for a number of reasons. It's Oliver Stone's only sequel to date, following his Wall Street of 23 years ago. However, it could be a long time before it joins the business genre, simply because there isn't one yet. Dr Hadida explains. There might be two reasons for that. The first one is a purely economic reason for it. I looked at you know, Box Office Mojo and tried to figure out how much money the business movies or the movies that we actually closely relate to business have made in the past and whether or not they would be in the top 100 uh, high, highest grossing uh, movies at the box office. And I was very surprised not to find one single one in the top 100 unless you consider that uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, because it's got factory in the title, is actually a business movie. It comes in at number 100, I think. The first movie that vaguely relates to business that I found in this uh, ranking was What Women Want, uh, and that was ranked 129, followed by uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. It seems to me that there's a huge paradox when you look at movies that talk about business or movies that are, that, that, that are actually set in a business-related setting. You've got quite a few movies right now in Hollywood and elsewhere that do take place in the corporate world, use the corporate and business world as a context, but they don't actually address the ideas, the concepts, and the uh, values that we daily are faced with in business life or that we daily teach and research on in business schools. On the other hand, you've got quite a number of movies that have nothing to do with the business world and use very different settings, but that do address directly those values, concepts and ideas that we teach in the business schools and that we use in the business world. Actually, when you look at it closely, the movies that actually bridge the gap between the business setting and the corporate world setting and the business values, ideas, and concepts, you, you don't see that many of them. They're a very rare breed. What movies do you use to, to communicate messages, to, give, to communicate opinions, and to help your students? I mean, when, when traditionally they're probably looking at the old case studies. It is absolutely true that in business school we tend to teach business and management using paper-based cases that are talking about businesses and management and corporations. 
I've noted that students, be they MBA students or executives with 30 years of experience in the corporate world, sometimes they, it's good to take them out of their comfort zone, which is the corporate world, and use visual elements like movies or graphic novels, things like that, to actually make them reflect on situations that are actually business-related situations, yet that are depicted in such different settings that they feel comfortable, they feel, paradoxically, they feel more comfortable talking about them than if I had told them, you know, you are now the CEO of this huge corporation, what should you do? I know that you use the Godfather trilogy from time to time. Now, what, I do, what do you yes. use that to support? And, and how does that well, go down with, the, with your students? Well, for me, the Godfather trilogy is a beautiful illustration of what it actually means to run a family business. And, and in particular, when you're running a family business, what it actually means to look at issues of succession. Who do you pick as a successor? Should it be one of your sons? Should it be someone else? How does it actually work? I use one very short clip of the first Godfather, the 1972 movie, in my strategy lectures here at Judge Business School to illustrate issues of diversification. Do, do your students accept that or do one or two of them turn around and say, but hang on a minute, this is not reality? Well, it's quite interesting because the first reaction is always, huh, the Godfather, well, that's interesting. No, well, that's, no, that's different from the Apple case, isn't it? What's, what's going on here? Why are we talking about a mafia movie? Why are we talking about Hollywood in a business-related situation? And then I have them watch the clip, which lasts probably four minutes and a half or five minutes, and I ask them the question. I say, well, you know, you've seen the situation. You've, you've seen the discussion, the pre-meeting discussion. What do you think happened? What justified the decision that was actually taken by the CEO of the organization, Don Corleone, and that went actually against the recommendations of, of his board depicted in the movie as his sons and his close lieutenants. So there's a very clear, there's very clear learning in there, there's a very clear experience, and it's, it's quite relevant. It is very relevant, and, and it's all about, you know, in the classroom you have to bridge this gap, and it's actually fantastic to use films and other you know, artistic media in the classroom because it, it, it helps students and executives suspend their disbelief uh, from the outset. It, it is. I mean, I'm, no, I'm not completely naive about it. It is also distracting. It's probably more interesting to them or more fun to them than reading 25 pages on this corporation that they've been talking about. If there was a single, a single film, maybe it's The Godfather, but is there a single film that you would hold out and say, this actually is a very good role or a very good model on which you can consider management and, and strategic management? Management in general and strategy in particular, which is my field, my area of expertise in management, they are extremely complex animals and, and it's, it would be very difficult to summarise everything that they are in just one hour and 45 minutes, which is now the standard format of a Hollywood movie. For me, it's much better to show very short snippets of particular films to illustrate different situations. So, for instance, you know, for, to illustrate diversification and family business, I would use The Godfather. To illustrate the implementation of a functional strategy, I would use the first few minutes of Gladiator. You know, when you've got all the, 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 the Roman army in all its glory sets uh, itself in motion and you've got all those different functional areas within the Roman army, the infantry, the artillery and all the horsemen 
they all set into action at different moments in time and it all works perfectly. I would use that to illustrate the, the implementation of a functional strategy in, in an organization. I would use Jerry Maguire to illustrate the concept of values in the corporate world and beyond. I would use a movie like Fight Club to illustrate charismatic leadership. I would use five-minute sequence in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek to illustrate creativity. The point I think I'm trying to make here is that the best movies on leadership, on strategy, on decision-making, and all those different themes that are core to business life are not necessarily movies that take corporate America as their setting. Talking about movies beyond Hollywood, maybe European movies, there is an absolutely fantastic British movie, actually, uh, of the 1950s called The Man in the White Suit. This may actually be a movie that you can use as a whole to illustrate innovation, strategy and marketing issues. What about the, the TV business genre? I think immediately of The Office. The Office is a great pedagogic tool to use in the classroom, actually. And, uh, no, and, and it, it has immense relevance. I use both the British and the American version of The Office. I use it in parallel with a, uh, a, a US film uh, from 1991. Uh, and this movie is called Office Space which is also another one of those films that perfectly that, that take place in the business world and illustrate very well business and corporate issues. I'll repeat a sentence that's been used before, and this, this is all about dehumanisation of the office worker in the corporate culture, isn't it? Uh, part of it goes as well uh, through the use of artefacts to create artificially some form of corporate culture. There's this waitress character who has to wear all those different badges because her manager told her to do so because you know it's part of the corporate culture and you have to pretend you're happy and you're so so it's 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 a wonderful illustration as well of what the misinterpretation in some ways or the misuse of some fundamental values like corporate culture in the business world in some in some corporations and don't go beyond the the surface of you know you have to wear the badges why because i said so and because that's part of the culture Dr. Allegra Hadida, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School.